ladies and gentlemen, get those dollars ready. Coming up next to the stage on the Other Ground Podcast, it's your host, Passive J and Ryan. That's right. It is yet another episode of the Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. That's Ryan over there. Say hello, Ryan. It is May the 6th, 2020, and uh, that's about all I got. <laughs> How did your day go, sir? Fucking long. How about you? Uh, horrible. Thanks for asking. <laughs> this hasn't been a good day for the Jester. Um, I mean, we can go into it, go into it if you like, uh, but yeah, I'm not having a good time today. Uh, luckily, uh, well, now we're doing a show, so I've got that to distract me. I see the OG army is forming up in the chat box. Hey guys, how you doing? Always glad to see you. Oh God, I have so many different fucking problems today. Uh, why don't I just go ahead and start complaining and then you just cut me off and you're tired of hearing about it. How's that sound? Well, let's just start with one issue at a time. What's the first issue? Oh, uh, let's see. The first issue is I woke up with, uh, uh, pain in my lower back. Um, I must have strained something last Saturday or Sunday because I noticed pain there, Uh, but it was moderate and it didn't really affect my lifts. So I went ahead and started working out Monday on the schedule that you put me on. Monday went good. Uh, By yesterday, it was like 95% gone. I was was pretty happy because I thought it was going to be an issue. Uh, But apparently one of the lifts that I did yesterday aggravated it. Uh, cause later in the day toward early evening, it started hurting, uh, again and it built up, uh, throughout the entire night, uh, by morning it's, it's, um, fucking miserable. Um, now throughout the day, I've been doing therapy on it using the, uh, um, lacrosse ball that the tenor suggested that I use on it. Uh, I was speaking to him, you know, on the OG earlier and that has made that area feel a little bit better however my other side of my back is now tightening up and i assume because i'm trying it's compensating for the issue on the other side so did you start working out the other side uh, yeah yes i did well i did use it's higher up than the spot like uh, my original issue is in the lower left side of my back now the upper like mid right is starting to feel tight and i'm going to be using the ball on that as soon as we get off that but that's a reason that just like within the last hour or two of those that started hurting me um, so yeah, we're going to, we're, and I did work both sides of the lower back. I, and not just the side that I was having issues with, uh, but like this is higher ups, which I hadn't addressed yet. Cause it wasn't a problem until like about, about an hour ago where I started noticing it. So, you know, so honestly, it, like you probably slept wrong for one, because there's nothing that you did yesterday that should have impacted your back whatsoever. Yeah, well, I know. You wouldn't think so. Um, the only thing I can think of is maybe when I was doing the bent over rows, because they did say that if you don't have that your form corrected, it can affect your lower back. And I thought I had my form correct, obviously, but possibly not. And I don't think it was because I slept wrong, because I started noticing pain yesterday before I went to bed. Uh, and it just got worse while I, while I slept or actually pretty much didn't sleep because of the pain. So it wasn't, it wasn't like I uh, felt great when I went to bed and woke up feeling horrible. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, that was kind of shitty. Uh, and then the day just went downhill from there. So I was already in a bad mood when I got up, you know, cause I knew that I was having issues spoke a few about the problem. You know, luckily you were fairly nice about uh, letting me off the hook on my workout today. I still feel like shit that I didn't do it, but I can understand why it shouldn't have been done. Uh, then, you know, then I got into an argument on the internet and normally that doesn't bother me, but it was 
with someone that I actually respect in the OG. Uh, he's always hated me. <laughs> Every interaction I've ever had with him is basically him, you know, uh, telling me I'm a horrible person or making jokes at my expense. But I never thought he was a bad person. Uh, so but having another poor interaction with him today did not improve my mood any. Uh, but that's not his fault. He's just some dude on the Internet. And it, it just went downhill from there. Uh, after that, I was maintained my level of suckiness right up until early afternoon when a, a delivery that I've been waiting on finally arrived. Uh, I, a soundbar, actually. And I hooked it up, and it didn't work. Not surprisingly, since the uh, apparently it was broke on the inside, like the sub-output uh, port was actually jiggly like you could push it in and out of the spot so it's obviously broke inside and it didn't work and you could power it on and not get any sound out of it and about then i started having stomach issues uh stomach cramps and you know what ryan i'll be honest with you uh i think i've been completely wrong about my stomach issues i thought at first i thought i was lactose intolerant um then I thought my stomach issues might be coming from the uh, uh, protein powders and weight gainer drinks. Um, and so I've cut all that out. And today I still had issues. And I think it might possibly just be stress. Because once that uh, sound bar came in and didn't work, my stomach just went blah. And ever since then, it's hurt like a motherfucker. I've always said that, uh, oh, once this COVID stuff's over, I'll have uh, these issues uh, looked at. I can't wait anymore. I'm calling a doctor tomorrow, uh, whatever a gastrointestinal doctor is called or something like that. I, I can't live like this. This is fucking horrible. So if it's, I, I find it odd that it would be stress because judging by your life, like, you have some of the least amount of things to be stressed about than like well, anyone. Well, yeah, stress is a relative thing, sir. Um, not, I'm not saying I live a stressful life. Um, I, as a matter of fact, live the opposite of a stressful life on purpose. I don't do well with stress. I've, I have always known that it made me unhappy. Um, but possibly it's given me an ulcer or I have an ulcer. And that's what's uh, causing the problems. My dad uh, had double bleeding ulcers that almost killed him at one point. But I had always assumed I was okay because my stepmom had told me that he got those problems because he uh, fucking slammed ibuprofen constantly. He had knee problems and uh, he liked to bowl. So he would like literally eat two 800 milligram ibuprofen before he bowled, eat another two 800 milligram ibuprofen midway through, and then another two on, on when he was done. So basically he destroyed his stomach was what I'd always been told. Uh, and I don't know if ulcers are genetic or not, but there's certainly something wrong. It, it can't it can't be uh, uh, the lactose intolerance thing because I don't uh, do dairy anymore. It can't be the protein powder stuff because I cut that out over the last couple of weeks. I actually thought it was because I was doing pretty good. Remember yesterday I told her I felt great, no issues at all. And today it's fucking horrible, dude. So why is it like every time that you feel great, it's the very next day that you go to shit? I don't know. Like it seems like an ongoing theme. I don't know. Karma, <laughs> you know, fate, destiny. God doesn't like me. God doesn't know what doesn't want to see me happy and does something about it every time he notices. I don't know. I'm not happy about it though. <laughs> and you know, but I don't want to. Com I don't want to spend the entire show complaining. Uh, I'm miserable, and I'm going to be in a shitty mood, and I'm actually in physical pain as we speak. But the show must go on. So number one, what did you eat today? Oh, very little. I'm not going to lie to you, very little. Um, let's see, I managed to force down a banana and an insure in the morning. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, dude. I can't even remember. <laughs> not a lot. Uh, it's, it's hard to eat when your stomach hurts this bad. Um, well, but, I can understand. I can understand that, like, 
you don't want to, but you have to realize that eating the right things will fix a lot of what's going on with you. Oh yeah, definitely. Like you have too much inflammation. We can already tell that like, you're not going to fix that by pounding chef Boyardee and fucking ensure like, that's just not how things work. Like, so if you take a look at like the diet I gave you, yes, you could, you could like tone down the serving sizes if you wanted to just cut like everything in half. Yeah. But like cutting yourself to a certain amount of different foods and those foods all being very nutrient dense are going to fight inflammation. It's going to keep your body from spazzing out and like, you're going to have less issues with inflammation with like a, a wildly differing, uh, hunger day to day. Like you're going to get back on a schedule and your body's going to get in a routine and it's going to be taking in these foods that it knows exactly how to process because you're kind of repeating the same things over and over and over again. Right. Right. That makes sense. So your, yeah. so your gut biome is going to get back to where it needs to be. You should probably also be taking a probiotic just based on your diet. Yeah. But, that, that's something I did take in the past and I don't know why I stopped doing it. So that's definitely a good idea. Yeah. So get back on that and like that is the reason that when I gave you those dietary guidelines, like they're very stringent on what foods you put in you. Like it, it's, it's a very small variety for a reason. Right. And it's right. because someone like you, like you haven't eaten well over your life. So you got to kind of reset your body first. And then once you get down the path far enough, you can kind of start adding things back in but you'll never get back to the point that you're adding back in canned ravioli and French bread pizza. Right, right, right. And that makes sense. Uh, if nothing else, when you reduce your diet to that simple, uh, it eliminates the possibility of your diet being a problem. Uh, I, I, I see where you're, where you're going on that. And, and that makes a lot of sense because when you're only eating, so uh, if I, if I'm only eating a couple different simple things and I'm still having stomach issues and it's pretty easy to figure out which one of those different simple things it is. Well, and so you you won't even have that issue. Because, like, if you think about it, right? So I don't know if you've ever done this, but, like, to anybody in the chat that's eaten clean for an extended period of time, and then you have something like a pizza, you feel like absolute shit. You feel like your stomach is turning into knots. You shit yourself crazy. Like, a lot yeah. of the things that you go through with some of your stomach issues are, like, what someone goes on when they, like, eat clean, and then all of a sudden they don't. Or you'll even notice some of this when you're not eating clean at all and you start eating clean, like it's not going to be fun for like the first week because again, your gut biome has to get back to, you know, processing real food. Right. So well, like, that, was the, that was the joke I was making with my wife earlier. I was like, man, that's what I get for having a real meal yesterday. <laughs> Which it, it like it is reality. That is part of it. Like as you start eating better, like you're going to go through a, pe a period where your body is pretty much detoxing from a bunch of artificial sweeteners and whatever the fuck is in a can of ravioli. Right, right. Yeah. And I, I can understand that because um, while obviously I don't eat the healthiest, uh, there is I don't eat sweets anymore. It's not my thing. And it hasn't been for quite a, quite a, quite a while. But for uh, a certain time while I still like fighting to not eat sweets, I would treat myself like once a week or once every two weeks. And you're right. I noticed that as my uh, diet got cleaner and cleaner in regards to sugar, whenever I did have sugar, my body liked it less and less. 
Well, you do know, like, when you're eating, like, a bunch of pizza and Chef Boyardee and stuff like that, all of those shitty carbs mm -hmm. convert to sugar in your body. Oh, no, at that point, at one point, I wasn't eating any pizza. Um, I wasn't eating any carbs. I wasn't eating bread. Basically, all I was eating was chicken and rice, uh, chicken, rice, and broccoli uh, five or six days a week. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I did, I did do the as healthy as I can. I didn't have the proper diet as far as, like, what nutrients I needed, uh, but I was trying to eat clean. Hey, Tanner, how you doing, boss? What's up, hey. brother? How are you, man? You're yeah, a rough day, huh? I don't want to sound like a whiny little bitch, but apparently I'm a whiny <laughs> little bitch today. <laughs> no, nah, you're, you're, you're definitely, honestly, I've been listening to um, Ryan talk to you a little bit, and obviously I talked to you a little bit earlier today. You're definitely going through, through a little bit of withdrawals between quitting the wax and trying to get on a cleaner diet. Um, you're, you will get through it. Um, and yeah, you are being a little bit of a whiny bitch, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to bust your balls too much, too much regarding that. Thanks. I'm at really not going to bust you. At least wait till tomorrow to bust my balls. No, no, I can tell you, your whole, even, even your tone regarding your, regarding your posts today, your tone on this podcast, you, you, there's definitely anybody who can read inflection of voice can tell that there, there's, there's some shit going on. And I, I'm thinking that most of that has to do with some withdrawal. Oh my, you're, you're going through a dead zone, sir. <laughs> oh, am I? I'm sorry. You go, you're better now. You went, you went kind of nutty. Am I back? Yeah, you're back, sir. All right. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. So yeah, um, you definitely going through some shit, but you're going to get through it. And, and the thing is with you, what I um, am afraid with you is you get to a certain point and I, I, I'm not going to pretend to know your life. Obviously you're, you're pretty open about your life, but with you, you <clears throat> tend, I'm assuming that when shit gets tough, you kind of just back off a little bit. And right now what you need to do is fucking push through this bullshit and get through it. And in the end, you're going to, you're going to come out much better than, than if you hadn't done that. And that's my right. opinion. Well, thank you. I, I, I appreciate the support, so to speak. Um, I, uh, yeah, yeah. And you're right. I don't, I tend to avoid conflict. Uh, when something's uncomfortable for me, I tend to avoid it. Uh, as we've mentioned before, like, yeah, when, especially in person, I just don't do that. I don't do conflict. I don't do confrontation. Um, and being a lazy person, I often do take the easy way. Uh, I'm trying not to be that guy. Um, I, I made a promise to you guys that I was going to stick to this workout thing and, and do the, uh, my best I can on the diet and let you guys know when I failed because so that you guys would hold me responsible for it. Uh, the first thing I did this morning was send Ryan a message saying that, you know, uh, I, my, I fucked up my back. Should I, should I push through it and do the workout? And if he would have told me to, I would have tried. I would have failed miserably as I found out as the day went. It was worse than I thought it was. Um, yeah. But I was going to give it a shot. <laughs> No, yeah. no, and that and that's good. So you need to take some of that. In 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 you and I talked personally, and I'm not trying to bring up anything that we talked personally about. However, you and I talked personally about the 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 thing that you had with Sakuraba's ear earlier hmm. on on the on the uh, on the podcast. And <clears throat> you you 
are you're definitely projecting a little bit. You you really went from two to ten there really quickly, and and, and I understand it. I've I've been in back pain. I've been a complete asshole to people, not people on the internet, people I love because my fucking back hurts. Because you know you just you're on pins and needles and and, and shit hurts and you t- tend to take it out on people and that you kind of did that a little bit and I'm not coming down on you. I understand. That. I totally do. So, right. um, See, from my perspective which, on that, I was, uh, what you need from, to do from my is, perspective is that what I was, uh, what was, what I was trying to do was cause you know, he thought I was being too sensitive about it. So I was trying to explain to him why I'm sensitive about it because this happens and this happens and this happens and that happens. He obviously misunderstood me and, and thought I was trying to imply that he did those kinds of things, which wasn't my intention. But like you said, you know, no. it's really easy to misinterpret people on the internet. You know? Yeah, but everybody, everybody knows anybody who's been on the OG for, for more than a year knows that those things happen to you. I mean, you don't need to explain that to him. He already fucking knows that. Um, and right. I'm thinking yeah, obviously, he was, he was just, he was busting balls a little bit and you got to honestly, dude, I'm not, I'm going to shoot you straight right from the jump street. You were being a little sensitive. Granted, I won't tell you how you need to feel about how, 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 certain people approach you and, and what they approach you with as far as their ball busting goes. Um, but in my opinion, you, you took it a little wrong and you, you escalated it very quickly. And I think that caught him off guard, which made him return in kind with, with what he yeah. returned with. Yeah. And that's true. Uh, part of that is cause I'm, I'm getting tired of it. Me being passive Jay and just letting it slide off. Cause I figured that was the best mode to do when people like posted stuff about me, ignore it. And eventually it'll go away. It's not going away. It's it's an everyday thing. It's 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 you know, and it's not just the trolls. I realize that there's good posters on there that just like to make fun as well. But the the totality of everything that comes at me on a daily basis is wearing. To be honest with you, I mean, I realize it's my fault because I put my life out there for a review, right. and you're gonna and you're I'm gonna get bad reviews. But honestly, I'm fucking tired of it. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't want to open up a random thread that has nothing to do with me, and there is a fucking jab at me. Yeah, but that's that's honestly, that's you, Jay. That's what's good about you. You know what I mean? Yeah, you are open. And yeah, you are. You leave yourself open for those shots and people take those shots. But people take those shots because you allow them to a almost like you invite it. And it, it, it's almost like a safe space. It's a safe ball bus. It's fucking Jay, man. He, he leaves himself open. It's almost like you invite it. So they think it's OK to do that. Do you know right. what I'm and, saying? Right. And, and I suppose it is. 90% of the time, it just slides off me. I'm used to people fucking with me. You know, I've always had friends that, that I thought, you know, thought it was funny to make jokes. And I'm used to it. And so, like, well, I, I think fair, said, right? So, like, you're a self-professed attention whore. Yes. Like, you are. I, so, you're going to get the good and the bad with that. Yeah, that, that is true. And it's always going to be that way. Like, either you're not an attention whore and that kind of stuff goes away, but then you're not enjoying yourself either. So right, it's just kind of the ability to process the bad in a constructive way, knowing that it's always going to be there. So you can't let it wear on you because it's never going to go away. It's the fucking internet. And beyond the internet, it's the fucking OG. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and this is true. And, exactly. and, and, and you guys are... You guys are 100% right. I did overreact in retrospect, um, but that's why I overreacted because it is wearying sometimes. Uh, I'll be better tomorrow. You know, uh, my back won't hurt as much and my stomach won't be killing me and I'll be able to go, ha ha, that's a good one, Zach. You know, um, <laughs> and, and 
but today was today wasn't the day to read it. I guess. Um, yeah, you you were having you were having a fucking bad day, and it, and it was obvious. It doesn't, and I I said it either on um, our thread as far as this podcast goes, or another thread or something um, about it, it. Doesn't take a fucking FBI profiler to know you and your motivations and your intentions and and what it takes to make you tick. You know what I mean? So it's 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 such an easy thing. Um, you were just having a fucking bad day and I could tell that right from the jump street, from the time you posted that your back was hurting, I knew you were having a fucking bad day. And I knew when you reacted that way to sack, it wasn't him. It was a culmination of a bunch of things that kind of the, the straw that broke the, the, the big camel's back, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like I said, from, from everything I've heard, even though I know he's not a fan of me, <laughs> and that's okay. Uh, from everything, what everyone told me, he's a good guy. And so, you know, and that's why that's one of the reasons why it bothered me more. You know, it doesn't bother me when the fucking trolls, uh, you know, uh, shoot shoot at me and you know talk shit and things like that. But when a good guy starts talking shit to me, I'm like, well, maybe I'm a fucking asshole. Maybe maybe yeah, I'm I've right. Seen maybe, that. maybe all these I've, people that are saying that I'm a horrible person are right. <laughs> I've seen that. That's that's why you react the way you do when stray bust your balls a little bit. So it's it's people that mm-hmm. you respect or the people that who who are reputable people on that site per se. That when they start getting to you, it actually does get to you. But you've got to understand that those people are just busting balls like everybody else is busting balls. But you hold them in higher regard, so it hurts you more. Exactly. People people have asked me before, uh, how do you deal with all these people throwing shit at you? I'm like, well, because they don't like me. <laughs> Why would I give a shit what someone who doesn't like me thinks? Well, I care way more about the, my, what my friends and the people that like me think and the people I respect think. And when someone that I like doesn't like me, then fuck, I feel like an asshole. Yeah, dude, dude, I've gotten on you pretty hardcore. I mean, not as bad as the trolls, but I've I've had it out with you a little bit, you know, before all this, before the 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 podcast started, and I was honest with you about my feelings about you. But that doesn't change yeah, the fact it. that I fucking, dude, I fucking like you, Jay. I mean, honestly, we've never met, so we're friends via internet, whatever that, whatever the fuck that means. But dude, I fucking like you. And genuinely, I think you're a fucking good dude, but I'm still going to bust your balls as, as anybody else who knows you is going to do that. Right. And that's and when that happened, that bothered me because I respected you as an OGer, And now that I know you as a person, it, retrospectively, it would have bothered me a lot more. Um, but anyways, I don't want the entire show to be about poor Jay. Oh, he had a bad day. Why don't we go? Why don't we do some topics? <laughs> Uh, fucking bring see, it I on, have, I'll, I'll stay on for a little bit. I have, awesome. I have one right off the bat. Tom Cruise is going to be shooting a movie in fucking space, guys. You guys hear about this? <laughs> I have not heard I about wonder, that. No. I, I saw the headline and I just I ignored it. <laughs> ignored it. <laughs> um, well, I going to put my dog in my lap. I need can, can I tell you my my opinion of Tom Cruise? Yeah. All right, so what just to, just 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 to kind of talk about this, I am not a huge fan of him. I mean, I'm not a fan of his acting. I'm not a, not a really big fan of his movies. But as a realist and as a man who likes to tell the truth and 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 say what's on my mind and give people props, that dude is a bad motherfucker. I don't give a shit. What, what he's done in his career or Scientology or any of his political affiliations or any of his religious, religious affiliations. However, hold on, baby. I'm talking. Um, that dude is a badass. 
when it comes to getting his shit done, doing his movies and, and being a professional. And I've got to give him props for that. As much as I'm not a fan of his movies, he, he's a bad dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah really, you don't like it. See, I like most of his movies. I think he's an excellent actor, and I agree with you one hundred percent on on. He is like what the the ultimate class A personality. Um, you know, he 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 sees what he wants and he goes out and gets it. Not to mention, he's an unbelievable actor. Does most of his own stunts. And I mean, if if he was if he was six three instead of five three, he would be the greatest action hero of all time. Yeah, he's he he's actually pretty amazing. Um, but I will say that my wife and I watched uh, Minority Report, and I've never seen it. And I guess that's a, like a '90s movie, late '90s. That was a good ass movie, man. I enjoyed it actually thoroughly. I watched it like two weeks ago with my wife because I've never seen it before, and I enjoyed it. Well, and you have to love Top Gun. If not, get the fuck out. <laughs> I was a big fan um, of Top Gun. Ryan, have you seen Kelly McGillis lately? Oh, now I'm going to be sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she has, she has not aged well. Um, I haven't seen. I don't think I've ever seen a Minority Report. The last Tom That's Cruise movie. movie, the last Tom Cruise movie I think I saw was uh, The Edge of Tomorrow, which blew me the fuck away. I didn't even wasn't even didn't even think I was going to like it since I'm not a huge Tom Cruise fan and the movie sounded kind of dumb. You know, I like science fiction, but it didn't sound like good science science fiction. I was so wrong. That's one of my top 10 movies ever, I think. It was goddamn good. I've never seen it. Oh dude, go see it. You, if you like Minority Report, you'll really like Edge of Tomorrow, especially if you're not a Tom Cruise fan cuz spoiler, he fucking dies. A whole fucking bunch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Now you ruined the you whole go. fucking movie for me. Yeah. I kind of did. Yeah. God I damn. Did. <laughs> but it, it is a really good movie. Um, most of Tom Cruise's movies are good. I mean, I, I can't think of like, oh, you know what was a really good one? Uh, the one he Tropic he, Thunder. Oh, Tropic Thunder. Uh, was it The Color of Money? Is that whatever it's called? The one where he plays pool? That's Isn't a good that movie. like 30 years old? Oh, yeah. It's one of his older movies. But it was a really good movie. Who did he play? Was Cocktail. that Cocktail is one of his best movies ever. Fuck yeah. I can't remember the name of the chicken, but the chicken in that movie was smoking hot. I think it's Elizabeth Shue, actually. Oh, well, that explains it. Man, I'm a big Elizabeth Shue fan. Did you guys see her in The Boys? The, Never that, saw it, uh, no. Oh, Never okay, saw do, it either. Okay, do you guys have Amazon Prime? I do. Okay, it's a TV series on... Amazon Prime. Go watch it right now. Not right now, but after you get off the show. Uh, it's about superheroes, which I know is not uh, some people's forte, but it's a show about how it would be like in the real world if there were superheroes. Uh, is that how they're all it, flawed or something? I think I've read something about how the superheroes are all very flawed in that show or no? Yes, yes, for the most part. There's one or two good ones, but most of them are horrible people. And the show is about a group of people that decided they're not going to put up with that shit anymore and try to get revenge on the superheroes. Uh, and it's a great show. It really is. Um, I highly recommend it. But Elizabeth Shue was in it, and she aged pretty well. I mean, she's, nah, she, she, doesn't look like, she doesn't look like 20-year-old Elizabeth Shue, but for her age, I think she looks pretty good. No, nah, she's a good looking woman. Um, to, uh, here's, here's one of my, my good terms to piggyback off of that for Amazon prime. Um, I started watching with my wife Bosch and we're in season three now. 
that I'd never heard of that show. That is an amazing show. Very far fetched as show. far as detect as far as detective work goes and police work goes is pretty far fetched. But man, that is a very very entertaining show. No, I don't. Bosch, I, I've never I've never even heard of it. Uh, what's the premise of um, in general? Uh, Bosch, he's he's a homicide detective in in L.A. He works for LAPD and basically gets involved in all sorts of crazy cases. And and each season tends to be one main case and a couple of other cases that kind of coincide with that one main case. It, it is a very very entertaining show. But coming from law enforcement, it, it's very far fetched. Um, but I don't work for a department like LAPD, so maybe it's not so far-fetched, but in my opinion, it's a little over the top, but it's very entertaining, very good, and, and Harry Bond is a badass. As, as ah, a, interesting. Yeah, there's a couple few good things on Amazon Prime uh, besides the boys. It's, it's actually, don't get me wrong, uh, Amazon Prime is not as good as Netflix or Hulu, but the fact that you get it uh, free, uh, it's all stuff that comes off your Amazon Prime membership anyways, actually makes it a pretty good value. Well, yeah, it's the fact that yeah. everybody on Earth has Amazon yeah, Prime, so sure. you just automatically have it. Right, exactly. I, I'm always amazed when someone says, oh, I don't have Amazon Prime. I'm like, what, do you live in the fucking Stone Age? How do you order stuff online? Do you pay shipping for your shit? Holy God. Do you need a, <laughs> like me to send you money or something? Dude, it's not like it's really expensive. It's like, what, 10 bucks a month or something like that? Yeah, it's, it's well worth it if know. you it's order just a anything. Cost. Yeah, yep. yeah, and I, I order almost everything off Amazon. I looked it up. I've had 106 orders in the last six months from Amazon. <laughs> So Ryan, I heard you chime in that that you think you think Bosch is a good show, so you've watched it, correct? Yeah, so I actually was uh, kind of on the Bosch train when it initially came out because they bombarded a bunch of like online ads for it. So I checked it out first season, was hooked on it there. So yeah, going forward, great show. Neat. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. I, I never I never even heard of it before like a month ago, and it was good. It's good for sure. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, now uh, let's see what else we got on the tap for today. Uh, did you guys see that Disney lost one billion in profits due to the uh, in the last financial quarter due to the COVID? So, do well, you guys think? Sense. Yeah. Do, do you guys but, think uh, that? Before, uh, uh, oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ryan. I was gonna say before we get there, like we do have the topic that we have to hit before we go mm-hmm. because we teased it yesterday. We all need to make our fight picks. Oh yeah, let me pull oh, up the uh, card so that we can get that ready. Let's see. UFC. I have it pulled up. So okay. So first, so, so I got a question. I got a question um, because when when Grad brought this up, he was talking about the um, uh, the the over under or whatever the 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 betting the betting line basically. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's kind of hard to make picks on that <laughs> um, unless we're, you're actually betting real money. So how are we doing this? Are we doing just straight picks? Are we, are we going to go like, I would bet this on this line? I would just go straight picks for this one. Yeah. Okay. I just go straight. Right. Yeah. Cause if nothing else, uh, the odds are different at almost every site. So yeah, we'd have to pick out which, which site we want to use their odds for and all that good stuff. You can say, I mean, it, I, if people want to say that they would bet on an underdog at certain points, because normally, you know, obviously you're going to bet on who, who you think is going to win. Uh, but if you want if you would bet on someone that you think wouldn't win, that go ahead and bring that up. Uh, like for example, looking at the card. Uh, yeah, I've got, I've got at least, I've got, I've got at least two, 
I've got at least two underdogs that I'd bet on. Cerrone's an underdog on that to fucking Pettis, which makes no sense to me other than the fact that he lost to him already. But uh, right. Cerrone should not be an underdog to Pettis. There you go. So that, that'd be definitely one. That'd be a good uh, call for an underdog pick. Okay, but let's get started on the end. Uh, uh, you said you got you have that pulled up. Uh, what's the first one we're picking? Yes, first fight is Ryan Spann versus Sam Alvey. Hmm. I don't know Ryan Spann that well. I don't know if I've ever seen him fight. I've seen uh, Alvery fight uh, quite a few times. Um, I hate picking that way, though. Um, but I, I'll go with Alvery just because I don't know the other guy that well. I'm yeah, going smiling, smiling Sam all day long just for his uh, his weigh-in picks. <laughs> I always like a cheerful, cheerful, cheerful fighter. Yep. What about you, Ryan? Uh, I'll go Span. Uh, I believe he's a little bit younger. I think he has a little bit better record, a little bit taller, hmm. better reach. Okay. okay, that's a good one. Uh, what's the next one, sir? Second fight, Bryce Mitchell versus Charles Rosa. Mm. Um, once again, I don't know a ton about both these guys. I think uh, Mitchell's the younger guy, isn't he? I don't have ages here. Um, I have record, height, weight. That's about it. Oh, um, geez. Well, I don't feel this is be this would be one of those uh, pick fights that I do not bet on because I don't feel confident about my picks. But I think I go with Mitchell on that one. Tanner? I'm going. I'm going with Rosa because he sounds like a Peleador. So Rosa. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Bryce Mitchell. Um, yeah, he's kind of impressed. So I think he started on Ultimate Fighter, but come through twelve and one record. The guy is country as fuck, so it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> it always worked for Matt Hughes, so yeah, that's always an advantage. Okay. Yeah, but this guy's like real redneck country. Like Matt Hughes was like Iowa country, which is totally different. <laughs> that's good to know. I didn't know there was a difference. All right, what's next? Uh, next fight, Vincente Luque versus Nico Price. Ooh, another one I'm not confident on. Um, Luque think- is uh, ranked 13th. Uh, Nico Price not ranked. Oh, well, Luke most likely then. Although I've actually heard Nico Price's name way more than uh, Luke's, uh, but I'm going to go with him. Luke. Yeah, I'm going to go with Luke on that one. Yep, I am as well. All righty. What's the next fight? Uh, next, we get to the actual prelims. Uh, mm-hmm. This one is number 10 ranked Uriah Hall against number 14 ranked Ronaldo Souza Jacare. Oh, nah. All right. Now we're getting into the good fights. Um, that's ooh. Um, I think Uriah Hall has a uh, higher ceiling than uh, Sosa does. Um, but I also think if Sosa gets him to the ground, it's uh, Hall's going to have a bad day. Um, you know what? I'm going to roll the dice. This, this one, I pick Uriah Hall. Uh, Jacare, second round, arm triangle. Oh, see? Yeah, yeah. That's that, that. I'm afraid that's what's going to happen, but I'm still picking Hall. What about you, Ryan? Yeah, I'm going Jacare. Um, Uriah Hall has had trouble in the past with people kind of taking him down and keeping him there. And if this mm. goes to the ground, he's fucked. Mm, yeah, oh, definitely he's fucked. I, I, I have a feeling, I just have a feeling he's going to catch, uh, catch him coming in. But we'll see. All right, what's next? All right, next fight is Carla Esparza. Uh, ranked number seven against Michelle Watterson, ranked number eight. 
I heard, read someplace that Michelle's a fairly serious underdog in this fight. And we were speaking of which ones. Uh, this is one. This is the fight where I bet on uh, Watterson. Uh, I actually, I think I would actually pick her as well. I don't. I think she's just better than uh, the Cookie Monster. Uh, I'm going Asparza, Russell Falk all day long. Oh, that'd be sad. But you, you, that's probably a good pick. But no, I'm going to go with Watterson. Well, you, who you get, Ryan? Uh, yeah, I'm with Tenor. I like. I don't think this is going to be a great fight to watch. Like, I think it's going to be Asparza just working wrestling the entire fight and probably winning a very boring decision. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, yeah, Watterson's never gotten a fair shake. Uh, I think she's uh, had way too many bad matchups for her. I mean, granted, you have to fight who they put in front of you, but compared to some other people's careers, I think she's had some bad matchups. All right, next fight, we have number 12 ranked Alexei Olenek against the non-ranked Fabricio Verdum. Wow. Um, I have never seen Olenek fight. I've seen Verdum fight a whole bunch of times, but I, he hasn't fought recently. And uh, he's very up and down, it seems like. You know, he, he looks amazing one fight, then the next fight he looks like he can barely fight. Uh, I'm going to go with Olenek. I'm going to go Verdum with uh, TKO elbows from a triangle choke. Oh, that's pretty specific. You, <laughs> that's that's you very s- specific. <laughs> but if I guess that's the way you do fight picks, right? I, me, me and you are slacking, Ryan. We need to uh, get a little more detail. How about you? What do you think? Yeah, I've got – this one's actually kind of tough. So you got Verdum coming back from a suspension. Um, so you don't know how much rust will be there, but – like talent wise, he's way more talented than Olenek. So I'll I'll take Verdum by some sort of submission in some round. Oh wow! So once again, I'm the only one picking the uh, the uh, underdog. <laughs> All right, who's next? All right, next is the main event of the prelims. Uh, we have number fifteen ranked Anthony Showtime Pennis versus number six Cowboy Cerrone. Oh, cowboy, cowboy all day long. I think he's embarrassed by his performance with McGregor. I think he wants to desperately get uh, something in the win column. Uh, I think it's going to be a second round KO. I got cowboy by ugly, ugly, ugly three round decision. Um, And there's no way he should be an underdog. Yeah, yeah, I haven't looked at it. Yeah, that's ridiculous. What do you got, Ryan? Ryan just went offline, by the way. So we'll get we'll get his pick again in a second. Uh, okay, here he comes. <laughs> you must be having uh, issues. Ryan, are you back, sir? Uh, interestingly enough, I've been here the whole time. It just cut out in the middle of whatever Tenor was saying. Uh, he was he uh, he picked uh, Cowboy as I did, although he picked a, a ugly looking decision. While I I picked a second round KO. Who do you got and how? Yeah. So I will. Well. Yeah, with this not being like a big, big time fight, not a main event, like I think Cerrone comes out and actually fights like Cerrone. Uh, so I will take him, say TKO round two. Is that the first fight we've all picked the same? At least uh, the no, we had a we had another one or two, I think. Oh, okay. Who's next? All right, first card of the or first fight of the main card. We have Greg Hardy, the piece of shit. Uh, versus Jorgen de Castro. 
Damn. Well, this is one of those ones. If you ask me who I think is going to win and who I want to win, are completely different people. Honestly, uh, I've never even heard of Jorgen De Castro. I'm assuming he was brought in for Greg Hardy to crush. Uh, so I'm assuming Greg Hardy will crush him. Probably a first round KO. I've got uh, Hardy wins in actuality, but Castro wins because Hardy fucks something up and either <laughs> knees him while he's down or celebrates too early. Yeah, okay. So that's I go Castro. That's interesting because I, I did notice that Greg Hardy does not have a very high uh, fight IQ, so it wouldn't surprise me in the least bit if he fucks something up, but I'm still picking him. What about you, Ryan? Uh, so looking at a picture of DeCastro, he has larger titties than the two women in the undercard fight. Uh, so I think I'm going to go Greg Hardy first round, some sort of stoppage. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> okay, what's next? Uh, next we have number seven ranked Jeremy Stevens versus number nine ranked Calvin Qatar. Interesting. And by the way, I, I pulled this up on my little fantasy site, and I don't know if these are the real odds, uh, but they are giving Jeremy under Stevens as an underdog. Uh, yeah, Qatar, Qatar is favored to win for sure. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, crap. I'm going to pick Qatar. Uh, I, I love Jeremy Stevens, but I think he's getting older, and I think he's probably starting to slow down a little while, a little bit. I think the, the younger man's going to take this one. Uh, probably a decision. You know, Jeremy's like 33, right? Really? He's like not even that. No, he came into the UFC when he was like 20 years old. Really? Okay. Well, I, in fight years, he's still pretty old, though. Uh, but that that no, I'm no, I'm not. No, I'm not going to change my decision. I, I still think it's going to be Qatar. Wait. I'm going Stevens by Hulk Smash KO in the first minute. I hope you're right, but I don't think so. What do you think, Ryan? I have to go, Jeremy, and it's going to be just a right-hand bomb that damn near kills Calvin. <laughs> I will be happy to be wrong on this one. And uh, Jeremy's one of my favorite fighters, but I tend to disagree with you guys on this one. All right, who's next? All right, next fight is Francis Ngannou, number two ranked versus number six ranked Jairzinho Rosenstruck. Mm. Well, I'm looking at a... Uh, a picture of Rosenstruck, uh, and I know you don't judge a fighter by by their appearance, but if you are going to judge fighters by their appearance, this is going to be a fucking murder. <laughs> I, and I think uh, it is going to be a murder. Have yet, you anyways. looked at Have you looked at a picture at both of them? Like they're both pretty scary looking dudes. Right. Well, no, but the other one, the uh, Rosenstruck looks a little bit. Uh, what's the look, word I'm looking for? Soft. At least the picture I'm looking at here, compared to you know Francis, who looks like a fucking superhero. So I'm going to Francis, not because of appearances, because I, I think he's a better fighter. But if you wanted to go by appearances, I'd still think he was winning. Uh, first round KO. All right, I, I'm gonna follow Jay's lead for the first time in life, and I'm gonna go and and Gano by first round Pez dispenser had uppercut. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah so there should there should be no way that this thing gets out of the first, and if it does, we're looking at an absolute shit fight because neither one of these guys could go more than five minutes. Uh, but no, I agree. And Ganu first round knockout. I don't even think he knows the submission, so it's a pretty safe bet. 
Right. Although now that I, this site actually shows what the people's previous fights were. And I can't, I'm surprised I, uh, that I don't recognize Rosenstruck. He's beat uh, a whole bunch of over the hill people, but he's beat them. Like he beat the Overeem. He beat Olowski. Uh, then he beat a guy named Crowder that I've never heard of. And then he beat a guy named uh, Albini, Jay Albini. Uh, so at least two of those are big names granted uh, later in their careers. Uh, but it doesn't change my pick, but I'm surprised uh, that he beat those people. I, he's a tough dude, undefeated. Like, these two are going to throw absolute bombs, but yeah, I guess we'll see. Yes. All right. What's next, sir? Next is your co main event of the evening champion, Henry Cejudo, challenger, Dominic Cruz. Wow. Um, logic. Uh, says Henry's going to take this uh, probably five rounds of uh, wrestling. Uh, although he does like to strike now, uh, so that's what I'm going to pick. But God, I hope Dom makes it. That would be such a great uh, comeback story, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Dom Cruz. Five rounds of of punch and run, side to side, crazy um, matador movement. But yeah, Dom Cruz five round decision. Yeah, so I think this one is actually going to look a lot like the uh, second meeting between Cejudo and Mighty Mouse Johnson, hmm. uh, the one where Cejudo pulled off a razor-thin decision. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I think Cruz takes this. I actually thought that Johnson won that fight. Um, I think he outpoints him. This definitely goes to a decision. Uh, Cruz probably wins it, you know, probably in the – probably takes, I'd say, three rounds to two. It'll be close. Interesting. Uh, I, I hope so, as I mentioned, but I, I, I don't know. Uh, he's been out of it so long. Ring rust is a real thing. Um, and, re- and logically speaking, if it wasn't for all this COVID stuff and at least cards get shuffled like they are, he probably wouldn't have got a title shot. He's used to it, though. He's come back on multiple occasions with with quote unquote uh, ring rust and he's come back and 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 beat the brakes off of really, really good good fighters. So I don't have any problem with Dom coming off a layoff. I think it's actually good for him. Mm, okay. Yeah, he should be healthy anyways, if nothing else. Right. Well, yeah. And I think the other thing that may play some sort of role here is the whole like training during COVID. It's like, I don't think fighters are able to get the same type of training partners that they would normally be able to fly in. Mm. Uh, so Cejudo kind of off training by himself is, was not getting near as good as work as Dom out there training with Stevens. Right, right, exactly. And it, it is an interesting uh, thing I've seen. A lot of the fighters, uh, at least some of the ones I follow, have decided uh, to make like a quarantine crew, like a group of people that they're going to stay exposed to on a daily basis, but nobody else, which works. If you, I mean, if you guys all follow the quarantine things together, it's, you know, it doesn't matter if you're uh, associating with other people or not. Um, but I imagine it still can't be as good as a real training camp. Right. All right. Okay. And obviously we know what what's next, huh? Yeah, I don't even have to announce this one. We know what the main event is, so uh, make your pick. Oh, Tony. Tony. Uh, I like Justin. He's a good guy uh, from everything I've read and all the interviews I've seen. He's a fun as hell fighter to watch. I think Tony is just on a completely different level than that, dude. I think it's going to be his first round KO, actually. I'm going to call it first round. He's going to knock him the fuck out. Um, I'm changing my pick from what it used to be. Uh, it used to be Ferguson. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think that Gagey's going to catch him in the first. They're going to stand toe to toe. 
Neither one's going to try to wrestle. Gagey's going to catch him in the first and knock him out. Hmm. That'd be interesting to see. And, and God, wouldn't that be so fucked up? Tony's worked so hard to get his actual title shot, and the best he's been able to get is an interim. So if he loses this one, that would, God, suck for him so bad. I can only imagine what kind of crazy shit he'd come up with after that. What about you, Ryan? What do you got? Yeah, so this one's really interesting. It's like if you take a look at most of Ferguson's fights, he will take a few shots early before he comes on strong. And I don't know if he can take a shot from Keiichi. Like anyone that's taken just a bomb from that dude, just they they are not conscious afterwards. So I can definitely see where Tanner's coming from. Uh, I think he outlasts an early flurry and probably ends up taking this thing to the ground at some point. Um, where he's better than Gaethje. Gaethje's the better wrestler, however. Um, I'm going to say Tony stoppage in the third, either a submission or like a TKO. So I think mm-hmm. if he can weather that first storm, Gaethje kind of drops off over time. Right, right. And yeah, as you mentioned, uh, Ferguson's kind of like Cerrone in that he, he needs a little time to get the, his groove going. So if you're going to beat him, it's going to be in the first round. Yeah, and I see this one being like a toss-up. This is a coin flip because if Gaethje connects in that first, like, it's over. Hmm. Yeah, right. I, d- I definitely, I definitely think it's a pick 'em between those two. Um, like, like you said, Ryan, the wrestling. Um, I believe Gaethje was a, a D1 All-American. I believe Ferguson was a JUCO national champion. Um, so that's probably on par with one another. Pretty close, anyways. Um, but definitely Ferguson has the ground game to beat Gagey if he gets him on the ground. And standing up, it's anyone's ball game, and Gagey throws fucking bombs. So that's that that's my line of thinking about going with Gagey round one. Hmm. I just I just think the, Tony's a lot more technical with his striking and stuff and is just operating at a higher level. Gagey's good and Gagey throws bombs, but you know, like I've seen Tony pull off some pretty impressive shit with his striking. Well, Tony's definitely more unorthodox, and yeah, he probably is a little bit more precise with his striking, but we've seen that with Gaethje before, going against people that are technically a better striker. The problem is, he's going to walk through a shot to take your head off. Right, exactly, yeah. I mean, his chin is definitely one of his strong points, and I've seen that happen a couple times. He'll, he'll Someone will hit him with a good one, he'll ignore it and knock him the fuck out. Yep, yep, yep. So that, that will be a good time. Uh, we are going to be doing our fight companion uh, this Saturday. We are going to start when they start, and we will finish when they finish. So it's going to be a long one, folks. Bring a snack. When, when do they start? When do the, the prelims start? God, I don't know, like 5 or 6 o'clock? Eastern yeah, Standard, early. 5, 6 o'clock? Isn't it like 6 o'clock? It's somewhere in there, because if you think about yeah, it, the yeah. main card generally starts at what, like 9 or 10 o'clock? Yeah, right, used, right. they used to be 10. I think they moved it back to 9. So the main card is usually at 9 just so the the main the main event happens right around what? 10:11, somewhere around there. Okay, so if we start our show at the normal time at 6, that'll probably uh, you know, the uh, from what I understand either start at uh, someone say Homelander saying 6:30 is when they start uh so um, we could either do our normal time or move it up a half hour so we're not just sitting here talking to ourselves for a half hour. I'll right. keep you guys 
Are you are you gonna are you planning on free balling it and with with Collins or do you want to have like I I know this sounds like <laughs> way out of what we do here as far as the podcast goes and as far as as the thread goes but do you want to have some sort of a sign in for like blocks or anything or is that just overthinking it? Oh um oh you mean for like our, our guests for the companion for who's who's on the air with us? Uh, I yeah think exactly. I think, just, I think we just play it by ear. I don't think we're gonna have more than. Uh, there, I don't think we'll fill up our slots because I, I know you're going to be around for a while, but you've mentioned that you probably won't be there for the end of it since you got to work uh, the next day. Um, yeah, grad will probably, I imagine, will be around for it. Uh, and then me and Ryan, um, I don't know anybody else that wants to uh, actually be on the air for the fight companion. Okay, I was just thinking more like so you're you're, you're basically looking at running from 6 30 p.m. To or or six or six thirty p.m. to um close to eleven or midnight. Mm-hmm. So no, you're if, going to almost you, one a.m. Yep. Yeah. So if you could get people to commit, then you'd have fresh faces rolling in every time. But like mm-hmm. I said, not maybe not everybody can commit. But if you did, you would have fresh voices coming in and 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 throwing their aspects in, so you could keep it moving almost more fluidly. But right, that, like right, I said, right. that might be too much to ask people to just commit to a block of time. So right, I get it. Right, right. And and hopefully, uh, I, I'm sure it'll work out. We're going to play it by ear. Uh, we'll, we'll have people call in. If if we need to, we'll have people take breaks to have someone else get, get a chance to talk for a fight or two. You know, um, I'm sure we can work it out. Cool, cool. Sounds good, man. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. All right. Uh, I don't know. I don't think we have enough time for another topic. You guys just want to uh, talk a little bit more MMA before we finish up? absolutely shoot uh, go okay go what what is the if you were gonna tell uh, someone who doesn't watch mma at all to watch an, an mma fight to try to get them hooked on it what fight would it be <laughs> that's a loaded question isn't it though <laughs> well it's loaded because the obvious choice is the fight that got everybody hooked on mma for the most part right. which is which was forest and um uh, Stephen Bonner won. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, 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 that happened at, you couldn't have two worlds collide at the same time that would have been better than to have everybody get into a sport than that fight. And it was absolutely amazing how that occurred. Um, I was in a little before then, uh, but, but that fight, you, it wasn't any, you couldn't find anything more perfect than that, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Right, right. Now, while the skill level was not as good as it could have been, not not disparaging uh, the fighters, I, I think they had skills. They, they just didn't bother to use them, which made for the most amazing fight ever. Because instead of using all their mixed martial arts skills, they just sit there, sat there and fucking beat on each other for three rounds. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm reading the chat right now. And Homelander said uh, Rory and uh, and Robbie. And that was good at the end. I, it was at the end of the fourth round when Robbie's lip was fucking absolutely split and Rory was tuning him up a little bit, but then Rory came or uh, Robbie came back in the, in that fourth round and he, he started giving it to uh, Rory. And at the end of that round, he's screaming in Rory's face as Rory's fucking nose is broke all over his face. And that lip is ripped from basically his lip to his nose and he's screaming in his face. That's an amazing, amazing picture. And that was an amazing fight. So that's a good call, Lander. Yeah, yeah, that that is a good one. I uh, I have a couple of them. Uh, one of them is the Henderson-Bizbang fight. 
<laughs> that was just an amazing thing to witness. Um, uh, and another one is almost any Anderson Silva fight. If I had to pick one just for sheer, sheer spectacle, uh, when he fight show, fought Shogun and front kicked him into oblivion, I thought that was amazing. Not too bad. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, that was Shogun. Was that that, that, no, was, that, was, a, that was Vitor right. Belfort, wasn't it? Yeah, that was, yes. yeah, yeah. You're right. That's yeah. Belfort on the spoke. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was a, just an amazing <laughs> display of skill. Yeah, it was. So yeah. I got a quick topic. So I wanted to talk about this. How about fights we never saw that we wished we would? Um, what do you guys think about um, Couture Fedor? At Fedor's, you know, top of the world in Pride and and Couture, top of the world in UFC, that time period, you know, um, what do you guys call that fight for me? Um, I love Couture. I, I, uh, apparently, some people I've heard rumors that he's not that nice of a guy, but I've always liked him. I've always liked his attitude when he, uh, how he pre- presented himself in interviews and all that good stuff. Uh, but uh, I think Fedor would have crushed him, to be honest with you. I got to put a caveat on this. It's in a Go cage, ahead. not in a ring, because that, mm-hmm. that makes a difference. It's in a cage, not a ring. So Fedor, um, Couture um, in a cage, because that does make a difference. Yeah, it does. And it does. It does. I think that gives Couture a much better chance because he was very good at using the cage. Uh, but I don't think it makes much of a difference because I think Fedor would take his head off while he was coming in for a, a, a double leg or something. Yeah, so I think a couple things come into play there, okay. right? So like Fedor at his peak was absolutely lightning quick for a heavyweight. So I don't think Randy fast, would really yep. have a, as much of a chance standing. But mm-hmm. He obviously is world class at getting into a clinch and getting to a fight to the ground. Uh, Closing distance very quickly could yeah. Yeah. be six. Right, I think I think up against the cage, you could definitely kind of make some hay there. Um, I think if it goes to the ground, like Fedor was slicker than a lot of people remember on the ground. So I think that's a really for dangerous sure. place for, sure. for Couture to go, despite it being his best position. So I right. think Fedor takes it, either clipping him on the feet or slipping some sort of submission. If he's not able to get that kind of big kind of haymaker move, then Couture would take a decision. Right. So, so yeah, so as, as a de- defense, and I'm not picking Couture, but as a defense for Couture when you're, when you're talking about Fedor being slick on the ground, I mean, you do realize before Jacare got into MMA – Couture and Jacare did a BJJ or, or a submission wrestling um, uh, exhibition, and Jacare could not submit Couture. I think it went to I, I think either Couture won on points or it was a draw. Isn't Couture uh, quite a bit larger than him though? Uh, Jacare is a one eighty. Yes. He's a one eighty five er, and Couture was a two hundred five er. So it's yeah. it's not a crazy amount of of, of weight difference. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That. Yeah. Because yeah, I was thinking, you know, Randy at heavyweight, but he was never a big heavyweight, anyways. He was. He. Yeah. He was a very small heavyweight. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. So that would be an interesting fight either way, and I definitely would not be betting any money on that one. Uh, but I think Better would take it. All right. Okay. Well, look at that, that guys. We did a whole show. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I mean, we don't have to stop. If you guys got stuff you want to talk about, we can keep on going. But otherwise, it's a good time to wrap it up. Nah, I'm good to go, I- brother. Yeah, I give zero fucks. 
All right. Uh, well, guys, we'll be back tomorrow at six o'clock. We're going to do this all over again. Hopefully I won't be a whiny little bitch tomorrow. Uh, I want to thank the OG uh, army for showing up the chat box. Uh, thanks, Tenor, for calling in. You're always uh, welcome. I want to thank Ryan for being an awesome co-host once again. Ryan, do you have anything? Yes. Actually, I have two things. Number one, the second we get off of this podcast, go take. You said you have some ground beef. Mm-hmm. Even if you're taking like a small handful, like... Just cook some of that up, take a little bit of rice, maybe take like a half cup of rice, something like that. And if you still have another ear of corn or whatever vegetables you have, cook that up, eat that. You're going to feel better. And secondly, fuck all fuck y'all. all y'all. Right on, guys. All right, you guys have a great night. We'll see everyone tomorrow. Bye-bye. Hey, <laughs>